All right, you can't bet you can't guess what today's topic is. Anybody? It's about singing. So, but before we get into that, um, I just wanted to put a pitch that isn't quite fitting on the slide back there, but uh, we have Labor Day retreat coming up at YBC, and uh, for those that have been to the Labor Day retreat at Yellowstone Bible Camp. Um, it's a good weekend to just relax. You're up in the, you're in the mountains. It's starting to get a little bit cooler. Camp is really relaxed. There's really no agenda besides one thing, and that's, uh, well, of course, to worship on Sunday, but prior to that, we have an auction. What the auction does is it raises money for the next year, uh, to run camp. So auction is always kind of a critical camp to have because it helps the camp run. And so I just thought I'd put a pitch in for it. This item will be on sale at this year's auction. And if you want to see the actual finished product, you'll have to come up to camp and see it. The auction is going to be on Saturday, uh, which would be September 1st. The Labor Day uh, retreat runs be- uh, between August 31st, starts Friday night, and runs through Sunday or Monday, which is Labor Day. So this is just a quick story. that Our youngest daughter, Denali, is involved in a, a group at... Uh, Bozeman High School called FCCLA, which is Future Career Community, Future Family Career Community Leaders of America, FCCLA. And uh, they had a kind of an end-of-the-year project where they had to go to Billings. Um, I think Livia is involved in this too, isn't she? Yeah, you went, Livia. Um, they had to go to Livia or to, to Billings, and, and, and um, you can tell I'm not a preacher, huh? And and uh, compete, and so they had to make a project. This is Denali's project, and when she was, she kind of had this vision, I want to turn a bike into a chair. Uh, so, of course, I don't have the proper tools to cut up metal and then uh, weld things, so we called on a friend, and he said, well, uh, I'd be glad to help come out to the shop, but I need a set of plans. I need to know what you're going to do, Denali, to make sure I've got all the uh, you know, tools we need and stuff like that. So she sat down and literally, and like, it was amazing, like, Ten minutes, uh, freehand drew this, which to me just blows my mind because uh, I cannot do stuff like this. And the finished product really did kind of turn out just exactly, just exactly like that. And, and uh, anyway, if you want to see it, you'll have to come up and check it out on Saturday, September 1st. The other event that's coming up that I wanted to just uh, talk a little bit about and is I suspect is one of the reasons that I'm standing up here this morning is... Uh, uh, it's in October, and I don't know quite when. I was checking in the bulletin. I don't think it's in there yet. But we are going to have a weekend of singing, um, learning how to learn new songs, uh, uh, learning new songs. And the way this works is we will have a guest that comes and kind of runs the show for us, uh, and we'll he'll take us through a, a program, and I suspect it'll last at least two days, if not... Um, that's, so be looking for that. It's in October. And the way that it usually works is they have the congregations do some homework ahead of time. And it's kind of a community reach out thing. So the songs that we'll be learning, we really should be prepared for uh, before he gets here. And that way uh, we can help kind of other community members who might be interested in coming and learning some new songs and, and learning how to uh, sing and worship together. Um, we, we kind of show them how it, how that's done. Uh, so anyway, be prepared for that. And I think that uh, we are getting prepared by 
for that right now by way of a couple of lessons. Two weeks ago, Chris taught on um, singing in worship, uh, and I was not here for that, and I haven't had a chance to log into our website and listen to that yet, but I did kind of take a peek at some of his slides this morning and need to apologize if we double up on a, a, a few things, because I suspect we might just looking at his slides this morning. I don't have any slides. Someone asked me if I was, uh, actually not someone, my wife this morning asked me if I was going to have bullet point slides. And I thought, that's an interesting question. Let's see where this goes. And I said, no, I, I, I decided to go analog this morning. We're going to go old school. And we're going to open up the Bible and, and, um, and, and not run any slides. And she says, well, do you have bullet point uh, topics that you, that you want to cover. This was like this morning, you know, at 8 o'clock. I'm like, okay, where's this going? No, uh, well, I do have bullet points, yes. And she says, well, are you going to get up there and, and tell your, your story again, Dan? And I'm like, so it, this, was, this was, time, it was time to put on my listening ears and, and not think about what I was going to say to her, just put on my listening ears. So I did. And, and uh, the feedback that I got was that, well, when you tell your story about how you became a Christian, you tend to go off on a tangent, and, and you, you don't really need to tell that story anymore. Everybody's heard it, and you, you need to stay on point. So, Tisha, thank you. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, retell everybody the story on how I became Christian um, and how I got involved in the Church of Christ. And, and so if you want to hear that story, I love to tell it. I, apparently, I love to go off on tangents, too. So just come up to me sometime and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that story. But I am going to go uh, back a ways, oh, 19, 1993-ish, and, and tell you what got me, what opened my eyes to specifically to the way the Church of Christ uh, worships, and that is singing. Um, and so it happened to be at a wedding that my wife Tisha and I met at, uh, and and um, the folks that were getting married were, were Church of Christ goers, and I was not, um, but I was best man in that wedding. And and uh, the wedding was on a Saturday, and the next day, Sunday, uh, Tisha was still there in town, and so was I, and so she invited me to attend a worship service with her on a Sunday, and so I did. And I had never visited the Church of Christ, which was kind of... Uh, Surprising because I, I think I had visited every church but the Church of Christ in the Gallatin Valley by that time. Um, I, w- I was I was really you know doing some both some soul searching and some church shopping at that time. And so anyway, I said sure, and 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 uh, Tisha kind of caught my eye literally. And so anything she was going to ask me to do, I was going to want to do with her. Um, the, that the answer was of course yes, I want to go to church with you. So we went to church together and. The singing was phenomenal, and, and it was just pretty much all I remember about that, besides Tisha, uh, sitting, next to, sitting next to Tisha during... But she was in, in the singing, too, so um, those that know Tisha know that she, she can belt it. But um, it really kind of struck me, and I, and I thought, wow, this is interesting, you know, the a cappella singing, uh, and they obviously know... Uh, parts and the, the harmony. It was just beautiful. It really, it really kind of struck me and stuck with me uh, for more than just that morning. And then Tish was reminding me this morning as we were kind of reminiscing a little bit, she was reminding me not to go off on tangents, that uh, we also went to the, 
we went to the fair that afternoon, and I had forgotten about this, but uh, they had kind of a tent. Um, I don't know what you want to call it. It wasn't a revival, but it was singing with the community. And I had completely forgotten about that part before we started talking about it this morning. And that, that struck me. And, and so then we, you know, the wedding's over and we fly back to, to Montana and, and uh, we, we all kind of went our respective ways. But I was going to school here in Bozeman and um, immediately got involved with the campus um, ministry group that was going on at the time in, in, in Bozeman up at MSU. That's where I was attending school at the time. And they had a pretty uh, active college group, and we went to the uh, Winter Wonderland Retreat that year, which was in November. And again, there was 500 people there, and the singing all th- you know all three days was just phenomenal. And so I was definitely hooked, you know, at that point. I love to sing. My family loves to sing. Um, and and it was just a, a, you know a pretty important part of what attracted me to uh, 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 pursue Christianity further was was the singing that I was being exposed to. So was that brief enough, Tisha? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know the 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 scripture reading this this morning was from James uh, fifteen or James five. So I'm going to go ahead and turn my Bible to James 5, and I'm going to read just a few more. Actually, you know what? No, let's go to 1 Corinthians. Oh, first of all, I, I want to explain that, I, that you know, to those that are, those are, might be visiting this morning, I obviously am not the preacher, and uh, it's probably become apparent that I obviously am not a preacher <laughs> at all, right? Um, but... Our our main preacher, his his our minister, his name is Chris Crooks, and uh, he is in Italy with his family for two weeks, and he is a master at what he does. And let me explain why I think that. Uh, it started with something like this: when Chris came to work here uh, as our as our minister, uh, it became apparent that he was really good at the art of delegation, which is very important for somebody that does what he does. And uh, he, he, he started quizzing me, and, and I'm sure all of you right away, you know, trying to figure out what our strengths and our weaknesses are and, and uh, what we can do. And Anyway, we kind of had one of those conversations, and, I, and he says, what about speaking? And I said, you know, not really class, not, uh, you know, a, a worship and, and devos, not really my, my, my thing, you know, not really a strength. Um, but I like to sing, and, and, and I, I feel that one of my strengths is song leading. So, so here we go. You know, uh, um, he all of a sudden uh, I'm on the de- devotional list, Sunday night devotional list, and so I uh, presented a Sunday night devotional about singing. Okay, so that's how he kind of worked that in. Well, he likes to sing, but he can, he can talk about singing. So I. Presented a devotional about singing, and that was stretching me way beyond my comfort zone. And, and uh, then all of a sudden, I'm up at camp talking about singing to uh, the teens this this year. I got to go up there and and uh, do a little presentation on Wednesday night of teen camp. And now all of a sudden, here 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 we are, you know, Sunday morning. So anyway, he he's, he's very Chris is very good at what he does, and uh, that. That is definitely one of the things that Chris does well, I think, is to, 
to stretch people, to push them out of their comfort zone. We, we can't grow if we don't get stretched, right? If we don't stretch, we, we can't grow. So I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to start in First uh, Corinthians, actually. Um, and I want to read verses uh, 14, or 10 through 15. First Corinthians 10 through 15. Yeah, that would help. First Corinthians 14. Thank you, Phil. Was that Phil? Okay. 14, uh, 10 through 15. Undoubtedly, there are all sorts of languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. If, if then I do not grasp the meaning of what someone is saying, I am a foreigner to the speaking, and he is a foreigner to me. So it is with you, since you are eager to have spiritual gifts, try to exchange or try to excel in gifts that build up the church. For this reason, anyone who speaks in tongues should pray that he might interpret what he says. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. So what shall, shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my mind. I will sing with my spirit, but I also will, will also sing with my mind. So this this section of Corinthians, uh, what's being discussed here, what's or what's being written is is uh, kind of speaking in tongues versus prophesying and spiritual gifts in general. And uh, why this might be kind of a uh, unique scripture to bring up when we're talking about singing, although he does mention it in here. Did you notice that? And in verse uh, 15, I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my mind. But that's not, that's not really what, I, what jumped out at me here with, the, with this scripture with respect to, to singing. What jumped out at me uh, in particular is the way that the, the topic being discussed is ways to edify the church. Um, ways to lift up the body and build up the body. And one of the ways that's mentioned here is, well, you know, sure, speaking in tongues is, is a gift for sure, uh, but if nobody understands what you're saying, then how is that uh, lifting up and edifying the, the body? And I got to thinking about the un- understanding what people are, are saying part, and uh, of course, I have a story to tell. Uh, two years ago, we went on a mission trip in, in, down to Ensenada, Mexico, with about 17 others, mostly teens. And one of the nights, we uh, gathered around the fire pit with the Mexicans. And I think it was just maybe the teens, the Medianas and the Medianos. Maybe, no, was it more than that? Was it everybody? Okay, it was just the teens. Okay, so... Uh, and we got some some time to sing together, and we did it again this year. Uh, just the way the schedule was this year, we didn't quite have as much time to sing with them. I wish we would have had a lot more uh, this year. But last year we had a good a good chunk of time, and what it ended up evolving there, uh, it, you know, we we have a bunch of Americans that don't speak the language, and we have uh, you know a, a bunch of Mexicans that speak Spanish and don't necessarily speak English. And so what ended up evolving is 
they'd sing a song and then we'd sing a song and we'd sing a song and then they'd sing a song. And they started becoming the same song, which was just really cool to see because even though we didn't know what they were singing in Spanish, we knew what they were singing in English. And then we'd sing it back to them. And likewise, then we'd throw one out there and they'd sing it back to us. And that got me to thinking about how song really is a universal language. Uh, music and song is something that everybody can understand. Now, we might not understand the words, but we certainly understand uh, the meaning of songs when we, when we sing them. And so I think it's not um, just a coincidence that, that song and singing and worship, it's just, it's throughout Scripture. And in here, it's mentioned in a context that you wouldn't necessarily think maybe it, it, it would be. And I think that's a, a purposeful deal. And, and it's uh, just neat to think about how um, songs and singing are really a universal type language. Drop down a, a, a little bit in um, verses 33 and then 40 of that same chapter. Thirty-three says, "For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace." And then down to forty, um, but everything should be done in a fitting and orderly way. Again, maybe not something you think about uh, when when we worship and praise and song. Um, but have you ever thought about how neat and orderly um, it uh, our, our our hymns are and our singing is? I mean, there's four four parts. There's choruses, and it really is kind of an order. Think, think about what we're doing. We're all making noise at the same time. How hard is that to, to, to do orderly? Uh, I, I've never really even thought about that before, but it's just amazing that, that through songs and through music, uh, through what we do when we praise God here on Sunday mornings, it is orderly. It's, 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 uh, just, it, but we're all making noise at the same time in an orderly, in an orderly way. And finally, in Ephesians... 5:15 through 20. And I'm going to go ahead and read all five verses. Be very careful then how you live, <clears throat> not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to, another, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, speak, speak to one another. Uh, with spiritual singing, uh, make music in the uh, in your heart to the Lord. Uh, so again, this this got me to th- to thinking about something that happened to me this year uh, up at Yellowstone Bible Camp. I was in the kitchen. I was on uh, kitchen patrol, and I think it was uh, selfless weekend. So. There's a group of, again, teenagers that get together and go to camp to help open it up and clean all the cabins after a long winter. And, and um, if you've never seen those cabins after a long winter, you probably really don't want to. They, they, um, 
they they have long winters, and there's uh, of course mice and rodents and all sorts of stuff that seek shelter in those cabins. And it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how uh, bomb-proof you want to make them, they'll they'll find their way in it. So we have some uh, some some teens that like to go up there and work for the weekend, and so we were doing that. And um, I was doing dishes on the at the dishwasher, and, and Alana Sullivan from Great Falls was over uh, scrubbing dishes. And I think it was just me and Alana, maybe maybe another person in the kitchen with us. And so, you know, Alana's uh, probably 17, 18 years old now, and um, you know, I'm pushing 50 these days. And there's there's a there's a pretty good generation gap there, right? And and so we don't have a, a ton in common, Alana and I. Uh, don't but all of a sudden she started singing over there and I knew the song that she was singing and and before before we knew it we were kind of singing with each other and to each other and and it was just a wonderful way to 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 pass what could have been kind of an awkward time right you know I mean that Riley and Denali's dad's back here and and uh you know he's just kind of this old guy and they're not not a whole lot in common with and I'm back here but instead we just had a a great time uh, you know singing with one another and not something that you would typically think anything twice about, but again, just from this universal language concept and uh, lifting each other up, it, it was just another really good example of uh, what the power of singing to one another can do. Um, you know, Alana and I had that opportunity. We made a connection, and, and uh, there's, there's something that happened this year that I'll probably always remember that was kind of special to me, and hopefully to her too. Another thing that it, it, the, that singing, singing does for me uh, personally is uh, found over in Colossians three. And instead of reading, well, I might go ahead and read it. I think we've got time. Colossians three, twelve through seventeen. So therefore, as God's Chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all the virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of God dwell, which rich dwell in you in, in you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart, uh, hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to the Lord God, um, the Father through Him. There are several things that are mentioned in here, and again, the you know the uh, of course the passage that that. I zero in and right, right away is, is the, the verse is 16 where it talks about singing uh, uh, with gratitude towards one another. Um, but there, in, uh, back up in 15, he mentions, he mentions peace. Let, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Um, and I like to just kind of roll that one in my, around in my head a little bit because that's a pretty... That's a pretty uh, heavy concept, the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And I think those that um, understand what that means uh, value what, what, uh, what that means, uh, value having the peace of Christ. And I can't uh, 
quite describe sometimes the the feeling of peace that I get when we do sing to to one another and uh, when we're lifting up praises to our Lord as a family. Um, I feel like I kind of get what He's talking about there, you know. And in a, in a world that's just, especially our society, is just busy all the time, uh, where there's so much to be done all of the time. Um, sometimes that that greatest peace that I get, uh, that just that calmness and that joy and that peace, is in times of of, of singing to our Savior with the with the body. And so uh, again, I might read some uh, you know every time we read a verse we might we we might see something different uh, that's one that uh, with respect to seeing that the the those verses as a whole mean something just a little bit different to me when i read when i read them and finally james in, in james 5 which uh alex yeah alex welcome back alex alex is back for school right awesome Alex read to us uh, this morning, and in, in verse 13, um, he, he says, Be happy, uh, in verse 13, uh, sing with joy and be happy about it. And that's one thing that we, I think we should remember um, as we sing to one another. is this is this It's just such a great opportunity um, to... To be with each other and be happy about that and be happy that we have an opportunity to use our voices to worship our Lord. So what I'm going to do now for the next hopefully 10 minutes is, uh, it's a little bit unconventional, but I think it's another reason, um, uh, Chris asked me to, to do that this morning is, uh, Lee mentioned, uh, on Monday night melodies that, uh, anybody can come to those and not only sing songs together that we already know, uh, but also learn new ones. And so in, to kind of show what everybody, what that looks like a little bit, we're going to learn a new song this morning. And it's called, uh, we have time to do one. It's called Oceans. And, um, Kyle, if you want to cue that one up, uh, we'll, we'll kind of go through the motions here. And this is also going to prepare us a little bit for how that, that, uh, seminar in October is going to look, I suspect, on learning new songs. Um, so what we what we'll do with this song is we'll uh, listen to it once. There's going to be a uh, it's it's going to play over the loudspeaker here, so we can hear all four parts. Kind of key try to key in on your on your part and listen to it. So we're going to just listen to it once, and then the second time we're going to play it again with the parts, and we're going to sing along with it. Okay, and uh, don't sing so loud that your neighbor can't hear their part. Um, but sing, sing softly and try to uh, still listen to the part. And then the third time, we're going to sing it all by ourselves. Okay, go ahead, Kyle. You call me out upon the waters, the rain unknown, where he
Cindy gets to sing it three times. Um, so we'll sing lightly on our parts, and, um, and again, try to key in on your part. But what, one thing I wanted to point out is, is uh, Dan Morgan did say, well, I, you know, I'm not invited to, to, to Monday nights, I can't sing, or whatever. Whatever he said. But th- this song is not easy. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of subtleties in it. There's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, hard to, hard to parts to sing if we were just sight reading alone and wait until we sing it the third time it, it, it's pretty impressive on yeah you don't need to know how to sing you don't need to learn uh, to know how to read music and eighth notes and sixteenth notes and what whatever just just listen and listen to your parts sing along sing along lightly and we'll see how it goes the third time You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where he may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stand. 
If you want to queue up the main PowerPoint, we're gonna we're gonna end my time with this song, but then we'll have a, a, a Lee will lead us with the song um, of invitation after this. Okay, that's the one we didn't have time for. We'll do that next time. You call me up upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there you find it in the mystery, in oceans 